This is Ready Radio, preparing you to be ready for anything. Now, here's your survival guide for Ready Radio, John Rush. All right, and it is Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. And as I've been saying all week, yes, we would be here live today. It is uh, Friday the 13th. Nothing significant about that date to me, but for some, it may be Luke Cashman is filling in for Charlie today, mainly because Luke and I did the show, oh, I don't know, several weeks ago and had a good time together. And Luke was like, hey, next time you want to have me on and we can chat a little bit and do some things, we'll... We'll sure do that. So that's why Luke is here today, which I appreciate very much. We're going to get into a few things in a moment. Prior to that, though, uh, Tom Rigsby's joining us, and I reached out to Tom just just a couple of days ago. So, Tom, appreciate you joining me. You are from American Contingency. We've had John before, so welcome back, sir. Hey, it's my pleasure to be here. Always have a good time when we're on together. Well, I enjoy it, and I, I really do appreciate you joining us on you know quick notice. And mainly I wanted to have you on today because of what – how should I say this, Tom? And again, I'm here live. I didn't change any of my routine today. There was, you know, the ex-leader of Hamas calling for a day of jihad. And I really explained it to my listeners as, you know, the whole idea of terrorism is to be by surprise. They rarely announce, if ever, what they're going to be doing ahead of time. So I didn't look at today as anything major. But I had some people asking questions. And I even had one person in particular asking, hey, just on this whole preparedness end of things, how do I get involved? How do I find out who around me is involved? And, you know, how can I partner up with someone? And your your name, you know, just really came to my mind. I thought, no better time than to have you on now with some of those questions I had coming in. Let's just get you on and talk about some of this. Well, you bet. And, and I appreciate the opportunity. You know, I, I kind of look at it the same way. I As I was coming up and, and getting my feet under me and, and being aware of what was going on in the world, I was always taught that the purpose of terrorism, the goal of terrorism, was to disrupt the way that we live our lives. That's right. And if they can announce, hey, we're going to do this at this time, at this place, that's not really not really seeming to achieve the goal. So I think that what, what we have to keep in mind and what we do uh, around the, the American Contingency Network is we, we talk about being prepared for the next crisis in our life. Okay. Right? And yep. so for a lot of people, that can be a flat tire, it can be a job loss. That's right. Or it could be working downtown in the central business district and looking out the window and seeing a big protest going on downstairs. There you go. If you if you do that and you are you're prepared, you have a plan, you have some contingencies in place, then when these things happen it's not it it's less of a crisis. It's less there's less anxiety, you have um, you know, some confidence yep. that you can approach the yep. situation and get through it and, That's right. and be okay. It's funny. You said what you just said, Luke and I, prior to coming on today, we were, you know, kind of in my little cubicle chatting about some of these things. And, and Luke said exactly what you just said, Tom, which is, you know, the more prepared you are for things, the less fearful you are of what may come. You know, for example, let's talk finances. If you've got a little nest egg put away and you've got several months of salary tucked away, you've got some cash as well, maybe some gold and silver even. If you've got all those things fairly dialed in, well, guess what? The thought of losing your job really never affects you, Tom, because you've got your basis covered regardless. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's a great example given our you know, current economic climate. Um, 
you know, job loss is very real for a lot of people. Sure is. And the average American household has three days' worth of food yeah. and enough money to get to the next paycheck. Yeah, and I've done so studies on this. You know, I do my car show on, on Saturdays, Tom, and, of course, that involves, you know, people fixing their car and having money to be able to fix said car and so on. And I talk a lot about how the average family, I think it's 40%, so maybe not all families, but 40% of the average families in the United States of America cannot handle a $500 hit of any kind. They just yeah. don't have that much savings. You know, they'll have to do a credit card or something along those lines. And right now, that might even be a bigger factor. So the reality is, yeah, what you just said is exactly right. These things become very fearful because people just aren't prepared. You know, we we talk a lot about anxiety and confidence. And you know, Eisenhower, one of my favorite quotes is from uh, General Eisenhower, where he said, plans are worthless, but planning is priceless. Mm. And that's because yeah. he understood that the plan is not going to be perfect. Right. The process of planning right. helps create a mindset where you can approach those circumstances uh, and, and, in a lot of cases, see them as an opportunity rather than as a detriment to your livelihood. Correct. And, and again, folks, you all know, listening to Ready Radio, this is what really we've tried to do from day one is, is not put the fear into anyone, but really collectively come together, figure out ways to handle certain things, be prepared, I say, for the what-ifs of life, as Tom said, whether that be a flat tire on the side of the road, which I've given you guys plenty of instruction on how that works as well. Uh, but, Tom, whether it's that, whether we're here in Colorado, we have a big snowstorm flooding, we have tornadoes here in Colorado, other parts of the country, there's earthquakes and hurricanes and things along those lines. And to your point, the average family has three days of food. Well, you know, here in Colorado, we could have a really nasty snowstorm and be snowed in three days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, the, the world that we live in is a is a scary place, right? And so I don't want to ever cast any illusion that this makes everything okay. But to your point, I also don't want to be... I see. I consider fear mongering, calling out all the fearful things, but not providing any solutions, mm. right? If we can yep. talk about the solutions, then we can work through what some of your particular needs and risks and mitigations are. That's not fear mongering. That's just talking about a world that happens to be a scary place sometimes. Yeah, good point. And, and as, as Luke said, and you said, Tom, the more prepared we are, the less scary things get. The more um, uh, reasonable. We take our, you know, take that reasonable approach to the different problems that do come along. In other words, the better prepared, to your point earlier, the better prepared we are, the less these things have a disruption. That includes even, you know, a, a group like Hamas talking about a jihad day, which I don't think much has even happened today, if anything. But the reality is, Tom, no matter what comes along, when we approach it correctly, it just minimizes that stress. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I did scan through the news uh, right before we got on just to make sure I hadn't missed anything, but it doesn't look like Likewise. anything has happened I, so far today. It's funny. I did, exactly, uh, I did exactly the same thing you did, and I have not seen a single headline, and I get all sorts of things that come my way from all the different things we do from my daily show. And, yeah, I, I haven't heard a peep from anything, and I really didn't think that we would. And, and to your point, though, I mean, I think as, as Americans— we really have to be prepared for anything that may come along. We do have to have a plan. You do need to, 
you know, be, be you know situationally aware to what's going on around us at any given time. And by the way, Tom, that's not just for terrorism. That's just for all sorts of things that could happen. That you know, there are, you know, lunatics and crazy people, depressed people, uh, psychotic people. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of individuals out there that want to do harm to someone else, and we have to be aware of that at all times. Well, absolutely, and you know, it it could be something as simple as getting gas. Right. Right. You get out of your car, you walk around the other side of the car to put gas in, somebody hops in the driver's door and drives away with your car. Good point. Right? If if, if your head's not on the swivel and and you're not looking around, you're gonna yep. miss that. Now, at the same time, I don't I don't want to encourage people that we have to live our lives in fear. This is back to the fear monger. Right. Just be aware of what the possibilities right. are. And, and create strategies. Well, and, and for example, be, I'm a car guy, so for example, something I really haven't talked much about, maybe I should cover this on my show tomorrow, but that is I'm a guy where if I'm pulling into the pumps, I'm not going to a pump where there's several other people around both sides of the island. If they're there and people are sheep, they try to you know, tend to collect in one area anyways, but sort of like the stoplight where they all get in one row and the other lane's completely open. I'm one of those guys, Tom, where if there's an empty island, I'm going to that island. I don't really want to be around everybody yeah. else, not because I'm fearful like you just said, but, you know, A, I, number one, I don't want to be around a bunch of other people where some accident could happen, a fire starts, anything along those lines, so maybe I'm a little paranoid that way because I just don't trust people, so I'm going to go where there's no people in the first place. But on top of that, if I'm going to a clear island... I know who's already there, and I'm more situationally aware when you go to get out, pull the keys out of the car, by the way, or your fob, put that in your pocket, and then I start pumping gas, right. and I'm watching around me as all that's going on. Right, exactly. I, you know, one of the things that, that I also like to point out for people is we, we have this tendency uh, in the preparedness community to want to do things on our own. I think it's very important that we have other people around us that can support us. Great point. Because, you know, I can't stay up 24 hours a day. Great point. At some point, point, I have to sleep. Yeah. Right? At some point, I have to do the things to maintain my home, my security, my livelihood, and I need people around me. The other thing that that does for us is it prevents me from having to be an expert in all of the categories of preparedness. Great point. Yep. I can take yep. one or two experts right. where, or one or two categories where I want to become an expert, share that with other people, let them share their expertise with me. That's one of the great benefits of being part of a network, something like American uh, Contingency. All right, talk a little bit more. I told people I was going to have you on specifically to talk about that. I know you've got the ability for people to join and then through that membership find other like-minded individuals. Explain how that works, Tom. Yeah, sure. It's really simple. Uh, our website is AmericanContingency.com. When you go there and you join, there's a seven-day free trial. You get to get in, get a look around, see who's kind of close to you. Um, and then if there's not anyone close to you, our regional coordinators, state coordinators will work together with you to try and find other people that might be closer to help you start a group. Uh, sometimes that is the right answer, that you just have to be take that leadership initiative and start the group on your own. But we are very, very dedicated to this idea that there has to be this face-to-face interaction. There has to be uh, some kind of group coming around you because we, we just can't do these things on our own. I mean, yep. we, we need support. You are 100% correct. Okay, so how do they sign up? How does all of that work? Walk us through that, Tom. 
Sure. Uh, if you head over to the website, AmericanContingency.com, there's a Join Now button right at the top. You click on that button, uh, put in email address and uh, a little bit of information, and uh, unfortunately, the next thing you see is a video from me. As many people say, I have a face for radio, but uh, you see me there, and we kind of welcome you into the community. Uh, you'll get a welcome email, uh, and it just kind of walks you through the whole process. There's an onboarding course that you go, you can immediately go into, and it walks you through step-by-step step everything you need to do to be a part of the community. Perfect. And, folks, that's the biggest reason I wanted Tom on, A, to kind of interject some of these uh, really reasonable things that we've been talking about most of the week to kind of reiterate that from a third-party you know, standpoint, plus talk about the website, the fact that those of you listening can be a part of that as well. And, and Tom, again, I appreciate not only the short notice and you coming on that quickly, but just you know your knowledge, your expertise, the website itself. You've got a, a, a great thing going. Uh, we are a part of that, want to continue to be a part of that, keep having you on, and we appreciate all that you do, Tom. Hey, anytime. It's always my pleasure to join with you. Appreciate it very much, Tom. Have a great rest of your day, and be safe out there. Tom, Tom Rigsby, AmericanContingency.com. And, Luke, I know you wanted to join in today, so I want to give us plenty of time to chat. You know, It's guys like him that put these sorts of things together. And, again, like you and I were talking prior to the show today, I think it's imperative that you know, the better prepared we are for anything – the just the less stress, the less issues we all have. And, and I, folks, I mean that sincerely. That could be everything, you know, Luke, from what we just got done talking about to, again, finances to just your wherewithal in life, your mental health, I guess you could say. The more prepared you are for things, and I think, Luke, if anything, you know, we live in a time today where everybody expects someone else to do it for them versus them going out and doing it for themselves, kind of what we were talking about before the show today. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, going to the car analogy, right? You know, every time you get in your car, you don't want to sit there and panic and shiver in your boots about popping a tire. Uh, you know, oh, what's going to happen? Am I going to pop a tire today? That's what, you get a jack stand, you get a spare tire that you know is inflated. You learn how to change that tire yeah. so you're not worrying about it when Great you get point. on the road. Use that in every other facet of your life. And, and to further that, Luke, and you just had a great... A great analogy to further that if you know you're getting to the point where tires are not good any longer well then by all means go buy another set or you know even if it means buying a used set that's better than what you have now it's not a huge i'm not a huge advocate for that but if that's all you can afford and that's what you need to do by all means do what you need to so that you're not running around with bald tires as well because when you're getting down to where they're that bald, well, now is where that worry comes in, Luke. Absolutely. I and mean, what we were talking about beforehand, you know, a lot of people, they don't get prepared until after something happens. Yeah. You know, you don't buy a fire extinguisher for your garage until your neighbor's burns up. You don't buy a gun until you hear about the next mass shooting. It's like, take a moment right. to take inventory Good point. and prepare in a reasonable manner. Right? Do you Good have point. jumper cables in your car? Right. You got some warm blankets if the power goes out in winter. Right. You know, I mean, just really Basic take a stuff. second. Yeah. No, and, and you, your inventory thing, and we've had folks on that we've interviewed in the past where they've even, uh, they've even got sheets where you can really tell on the preparedness scale where are you by just filling some of that out. But on top of that, Luke, and, and I say this all the time, I do think that for every family, every person listening, their list is going to be a little different than the next one. Now, there are some basics. You just mentioned some of those, by the way. Some of those are going to be universal to whoever it is. But I do think that you can get pretty specific when it comes to, 
your specific list and what's going to work for you. you know, Luke and I were talking before the show today that you know one of the first things you hear from the preparedness community is, oh, well, when things really get bad and the you know, crap hits the fan, I'm just bugging out. Well, are you? Do you know that for sure? Do you have that ability? You know, if it's an EMP strike and you don't have an older vehicle on hand, are you sure you're going to be able to even go from point A to point B? If so, are you going to be doing it on foot? Are you going to be doing it on a bicycle? You know, what are you going to be? What's your mode of transportation? And, oh, by the way, if it's the dead of winter and somebody hits us like that and it happens to be in the middle of a gigantic snowstorm, which, frankly, if I was a foreign entity looking at us, I would, again, pick those prime opportunities to, as Tom said, cause the most disruption possible. And no offense, folks, you're going to have the least amount of disruptions on a Friday the 13th when the weather across the country is pretty decent coast to coast. You know, it's fall weather everywhere. The chances of you having huge disruptions on a day like today, not real high. Your chance of disruptions when it's 120 degrees in certain parts or it's below zero in certain parts and it's snowing in a lot of parts of the country, to me, that's when you're going to find the most disruption in the things that we're talking about. Now, September 11th, I realized that was a fall day and that was really planned. But again, they hit us at a time when we least expected it. We were vulnerable. Nobody knew that was going to happen. Nobody had any idea even what was happening when the first plane hit. And all of those things combined, yes, did they hit us by surprise? Absolutely. Now, you know, there's all sorts of conspiracy theories around, did the government know, et cetera, et cetera. I firmly believe that they most likely did know something was coming. They, of course, didn't alarm the public. Did they know it was specifically that moment in time I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. I just, I'm sorry, I'm not that big of a conspiracy theorist where I don't, I, you know, if, if they may have known some things were coming, but did they know it was coming exactly that time? I don't believe that. I do believe we've got plenty of intelligence similar to Israel. You know, did Israel know something like this was coming? Honestly, folks, I have no idea. Israel will tell you no. I do think our Israel was a little bit asleep at the wheel, and I think, frankly, our country was as well back in 9-11. And this has become Israel's 9-11. I want to make sure everybody's reminded of that. What Gaza did last Friday night into Saturday literally was their 9-11. In proportionate to our population and theirs, what they did and the amount of people that died that night, it's very proportionate to what happened on 9-11. They didn't do it exactly the same way, uh, but they did have roughly the same effect. And, of course, now Israel is going after Gaza. We'll talk a little bit more about that maybe today in Rush to Reason, but most likely on Monday for sure. But Luke, I mean, a lot, again, a lot of what we talked about today and just being prepared is really key in getting rid of that fear. So we're going to take a quick break. Luke and I'll come back. We'll chat some more about all of this. I got more things for Luke I want to, I want to get into as well. And the other thing, too, I need to remind all of you of is we had a great guest on a few weeks ago that spent time in Antarctica at the South Pole. Had a great conversation. In fact, we did not get everything covered. I have it planned for him to come back. I will let you know exactly when that's going to happen. He was out of town at the beginning of the month, as was I. We'll get him back on. I'll let you know exactly when that's going to be here in the weeks ahead. All right, Stack Optical. 
Alan Stack. I had Alan on last Friday, or sorry, last Saturday for Fix It Radio and a little bit of Drive Radio as well. Learned a lot. I always do with Alan. And what I'll tell you is any eye care need you have, he can take care of it from your annual eye exam to building some, some specific glasses, even for the things that we're talking about right now when it comes to certain preparedness things. And by the way, Alan is a big supporter of what we're talking about right now. He and his wife both are. And part of the reason why he is a sponsor is actually because of Ready Radio. So reach out to Alan, let him know you listen, and that you're on the same team. He'd love to help you out. 303-321-1578. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. 
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we're back. Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Our website, by the way, is ready-radio.com. You can go there and listen to a lot of the past shows that we've had where we've interviewed a lot of great guests and people that we've had on. And again, Luke Cashman joining me today. He's uh, filling in for Charlie just because we wanted to have him on air and chat a little bit today. And Luke, as we were talking through the break, which we should just wait and talk yeah, on air. Yeah, probably should have held it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. It's, it's all good. Uh, we were talking a little bit more about just this whole, you know, the show is Ready Radio, being prepared and so on. But we were talking about, and Tom made a great point, this whole lone wolf mentality that a lot of, you know, quote unquote preppers, and I use that term loosely because a lot of people, don't, I personally don't want to be called that. I, I want to be called someone that's just ready for whatever would come along. I don't want to be considered a prepper. I think it, it brings just a lot of negative connotations. I just I want to be that common sense guy that will make it through anything, period, no matter what comes along. But to your point, Luke, and Tom's point, I don't want to be the lone wolf either. No, well, we were talking about a lot during the break. I mean, let's fuse two of them together, right? I think a lot of people are under this notion not to get on anyone or, you know, do any. No, I'm not trying to be mean, but a lot of people have this idea that when the going gets tough, they'll rise to the occasion. Yeah. When, when things get hard, you know, I'll do what I have to. Uh, you know, if you live in the armpit of Kiowa and there's an EMP strike, can you walk two miles to go get supplies? Further than that, can you walk two miles with a backpack loaded full of stuff? Great point. If you, you know, if you're in downtown. Can you get out of downtown? Can you get, not only can you get out of downtown, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, well. When uh, when things hit the fan, I'll do what I need to do. Yeah, you and 80,000 other people are going to do what they need to. Or more. 
And it's yeah. it's going to be messy. You're Good not point. the main character of this movie. Well, and and I appreciate you saying that, Luke, because the other thing I think we tend to forget at times is, okay, that's all great on a good day. Now, what happens if that happens and you're under the weather a little bit or you've maybe just had a surgery or, you know, you've got some joint issues going on on that particular day? You get my drift. I mean, there's all sorts of things. You know, life happens. Probably the best way for me to say that. And to your point, Luke, and where you're headed with this is if you don't have that network, that team, much like we were talking to Tom about a moment ago, if you don't have that network and the ability to communicate with some folks around you, and that could be neighbors, it could be family members, it could be people you meet on American Contingency. I mean, it could be any number of things. But if you don't have some of that network in place, Luke, you will be the lone wolf. Absolutely. You don't, you don't want to be that in a life or death scenario. I mean, even let's say EMP hits or there's a huge blizzard that knocks out power. Say power's gone for a week. Good point. If you you run out of food and you're knocking on your neighbor's door as a stranger asking for a bite to eat when they're in the similar boat, you're going to be hard-pressed to come to an arrangement there if everyone's fighting for themselves. Now, if you and a good group of friends you know, that you care about, you help each other and support each other— if you need a hand, they'll give you a hand. And if they need a hand, you know, you know, you have each other's backs. If you don't you don't want to be the guy who's trying to butt into a pre-established group when tensions are already high. Um, I think that's a good way to say it. We got a call coming in as well. We'll take that also. And I should have mentioned it. I apologize. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, lines are open, of course. 303 477 5600-303-477-5600. On top of that, don't forget the text line, 307-200-8222. In fact, I'll get the text line brought up, 307-200-8222. If you got something you want to add, you can do that as well. John from Cheyenne, what's going on, sir? Hey, so exactly what you guys are talking about, you could take, and I'll use what I have for an example, an infantry battalion, right? You got infantrymen, they're fighters, but they ride into battle or to the battle in Bradley's. So who's going to maintain those? Good point. The mechanic. They got to have fuel. Who's going to fuel those? The truck drivers. Um, who's going to make sure that they're, you know, they're, you get an infantry battalion, it's got five companies, maybe 500 guys total that are infantrymen fighters, but you got another 400 supporting them to make sure they can fight. Yep. Between cooks yep. and clerks and yep. everything else. So when you say you need a network, you do. You need other people around to help you when worse comes to worse. Yep. Uh, so the, and, by, and by the way, John, everything you bring up, great point. And a lot of folks, even in the prepper world, forget some of the things you just mentioned. I mean, even if you put it down yep. to like a uh, put, put it down to a more normal level, like you know, infantry battalion. It, it sounds pretty impressive. You go, you know, maybe maybe you're not the car guy, but you know how to do an oil change, or you're not super familiar with plumbing, but you know how to fix the seat. We've all been in those scenarios where a 30-minute job turns into a two-hour job, turns into a two-week job. And when, you know, the situation's suboptimal, you can't afford to do that. You have something that you're really good at. Maybe someone else is a plumber or a mechanic who can help cover that weakness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why you need to, you know... And it's part of the problem we have today is we don't know our neighbors well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. To maybe, you know, 
like in your case, John, you've got a big family. You know, if something happened, you could all, you know, the family could. Hey, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, John. We had that. My boys and I were talking about this just the other day on, okay, if something like this were to happen, what's our plan? You know, how do we get there? And granted, depending upon the event, would depend upon what we do. And, you know, we all sort of live in the same area. Some are closer than others. But, you know, we, we had that same conversation, John, exactly. Yeah. So um, one suggestion is, uh, you know, we go forward into winter. You know, your first guest was talking about three days worth of food. Um, how you, you know, go, if, if it's me, go to one of the outdoor gear shops or an outdoor store or Walmart even. At this time of the year, they have their freeze-dried meals on special. Right. And if you ever read one of the back of those, they got good good amount of calories in it to give you some food. And pick up a half dozen. Pick Like us, I, I use them for backpacking, so I start stocking up now because, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the places will put, put them on sale right. as they want to clear because there's not as big a demand in the winter. So I might have 10 dinners and 10 breakfasts sitting in there. But in an emergency, as long as you can boil water – you can um, have, uh, you know, you can have a hot meal, and that's the big thing. And you know, when we we're talking about EMP, if you are out in the middle of nowhere, say you're on propane, well, that propane tank is all off pressure. Right. So if you have a gas cooktop, even if the electronics in it get fried, you can still turn that gas on and put a match to it. Sure. And a match is in and you could boil water. Right. And that's that's the you know that's the other key. So like, I got an inch of snow last night. Just to let you know, John. Yep. It's, winter's here. Yep. It is. <laughs> it, it showed right now, up, didn't it? <laughs> yep. And I took John Rush's advice, and Monday I had my winter tires put on my Forerunner. Nice. And Tuesday I had my uh, pickup taken care of. Nice. So good job. I got at least I got my winter tires on. Which good is job. A good thing. Good job. um, You know, stock up now. Don't wait until it gets darker and colder. And the other thing that I think is a great thing to have in the house because it'll last a year or two is canned soup. Yep. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Really, John, that and even, I mean, let's face it, you could live on ramen noodles if you had to. And they're really inexpensive. I mean, for a lot of folks listening, you you can buy a case of ramen noodles for 20 bucks or so. And I'm talking a full case that literally would give you more than a week's worth of food if you really had to get by. I mean, would you want to do that? No, John, but if you had to, you (laughs) sure could. A lot of college kids live on it. Well, we take ramen noodles when we go backpacking, and in the evening we'll have ramen noodles while the meal's rehydrating. It's just for a little extra food. It's not bad at all. I mean, there's times as a snack I'll have some. It's not that bad. There's worse meals. It's easy. It's easy to make. Yep. And if you have, like, some canned tuna, you could make the ramen noodles and chop some tuna into it, and yep. it'll get you, hey. you know, give you some of that protein you're going to need. Because remember, um, unless you have, once you open it, mayonnaise goes bad. That's right. Mustard. That's right. Stuff like that. The other thing is, and I don't, I don't encourage you to take the whole thing, but if you go into a place that has uh, ketchup and mustard packets, grab a couple. Grab some. You know, yeah, great idea. That, by the way, we, we've never really mentioned that. The condiment end of things, John, great point. And not saying to go steal a bunch of extras, but hey, if you're in there and you're getting some ketchup for your fries or whatever, grab three or four extra packets, throw them in a little baggie, take those home, start accumulating some of those. Over time, you'd be surprised how many of those you've got, and that's a great idea. Yeah. because Those things will last for a long time. 
Oh, yeah. One of the things we do backpacking is we like the breakfast skillet, which is pretty much a breakfast burrito without uh, right. tortilla. Right. So I'll I'll grab a couple of packets at whatever Mexican place I'm in, you know, for like yep. a sauce yep. to throw into that to just give it a little more bite. And, Great idea. You know, it, it seasoning will make your food, if you're in a survival situation, go a little further because, yep. you know, if, if you're hungry – and you can you can't eat a lot, but you need something that maybe tastes a little better to yep. make you go. Hey, and John, I'm really I'm quick gonna... on the back of the ramen noodle thing, really quick too, which I think a lot yeah. of folks forget. If you didn't even have boiled water, because the the added little packet there is just the flavoring and spices, like you just said. But guess what? If you had to re- eat ramen noodles dry, guess what? You can. Well, or you could do. There's a lot of people out there now, and this is insane. I won't do it. They're so uh, long-distance backpackers. They're so interesting in cutting weight. They don't even want to carry a little uh, stove. So they do a cold-soaking thing where they'll take yeah. a freeze-dried meal and yeah. soak it in the morning and yeah. carry it all day and then eat it cold. Now, I'll pass on that. Yeah, I'll pass, too. But, but, John, in the situations we're talking, <laughs> if that's what you had oh, to yeah. do, you would. The, yep. And the other thing is if you haven't got it yet, Get yourself a water filter. Yep. Yeah, we talk about that so much, but I got to remember that not everybody yeah. listens every time is- we're on. And there's the straw filters. There's ones that act like water bottles. John, there's as you know, there's numerous ways to do that, and just get yourself a good yep. one that works. And you could also, if you don't want to get the water filter, but you want to have something, get the tablets. You drop tablets. The water and, and to your point, John, minutes. those things that even the big box stores, Walmart, Costco, and so on, that stuff will be on sale because they'll be clearing out all of their summer backpack stuff here as we speak. Uh, they already are as the weather changes. There you the go. hunters are the last group, and hunting season, I know rifle season opens up here in Cheyenne, and I think on Saturday. but It's winding you know, down, though, to your point. Yeah, it's winding down, and you know, not everybody wants to go hunting when it's 12 below out. That's true. Yeah, and by the way, you're speaking to one of those. What? You ain't going hunting when it's 12 below? Uh, no. I used I used to uh, do archery no. and musket hunting just because uh, I didn't want to be out there when yeah. it was that. So, yes, that's me. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of I've done enough of that when I was a kid, John. At my age, no, I'm not going hunting when it's no. zero. I'm done with no. that nonsense. No. That's like I'm not going camping when it's yeah, zero. Me, I'm, I'm a, way too old, and I don't have to, so I'm not. <laughs> Sleeping on a cold ground is something. I am not doing that anymore. I'm way beyond that. My wife's looking at you with a smile on her face. <laughs> John, appreciate hey, John, you guys. You bet. Really appreciate it. And, and I just got a text message from somebody, uh, Mark, by the way, who listens all the time and says, I've eat, I eat ramen noodles dry. We've got a, spe- a special kind of a salad that actually involves putting dry ramen noodles into the salad, and it actually tastes Really good. So, again, there's all sorts of things you can do, to John's point, to kind of spice things up. Bottom line, this isn't a food show. Bottom line is figure out what – here's the other thing. You do want to – to John's point, you want to eat things, Luke, that you enjoy, that do taste good. You don't want to just be forced to eat something. So if there is some things that you like, as you're at the store doing things – and I know everybody's on a tight budget. I get that. And I'm not telling you to all go out there and buy a year's worth of food tomorrow, but – you know, when you're buying a ramen noodle, instead of buying one, you know, buy two. Or instead of buying three or four, buy You go to Amazon and buy You'd be surprised how cheap a case is on Amazon, by the way, if you're prime free delivery. 
I mean, you can literally, you can buy an entire case of ramen noodles or cup of noodles, whatever, you, you take your pick. You can literally, Luke, buy an entire case for like 20 bucks. I'm not exaggerating. It's nominal. And you think about how, and there's like 24 or something. That's like 24 meals for 20. That's, that's less than a buck a meal. Yeah, and you can, I, get a, you can get MREs and a whole bunch of, I mean, dirt pretty cheap. Exactly. So point being, think outside the box. Add a little attempts. I loved, by the way, we've never talked about this, but I love John's idea of the, the packet thing. You can, by the way, do that from everything from salad dressings to, you know, the regular condiments, you know, ketchup, mustard, hot sauce, you name it. Think of all of the little packets of things that you get where no matter where you're at, you know, go, you know, they're usually wide out in the open. You know, grab three or four extra. Again, we're not telling you to steal the entire, you know, case or whatever, you know, the bucket that somebody's got sitting there. But if each time you did that, you grabbed four or five extra, which, by the way, no one's going to say anything about that. They don't know if you're using it or not and, frankly, don't care. You've paid for a meal. No one cares. You know, grab a few and start sticking those in your coat pocket or your shirt pocket. And as you start collecting those, pretty soon you're going to have a gallon-sized Ziploc baggie full of each one of those. And now you're really pretty well set where if something happens, you don't even have to worry about the refrigeration side of that is the whole point John was making. Yeah, same with those little packets that come with a, a fork, a knife, a little napkin, stuff Great like that. Great idea, Luke. Grab one or two, put them in your pocket. I, You know what? I hadn't thought of that either. And they're already pre-sealed, napkin in them the whole nine yards to take some of those on the run and throw those into another Ziploc baggie where you've just sort of got these things sitting in your pantry or your bug out area or whatever to where, hey, I've got knives and forks and all of that here. I've got some maybe ramen noodles here and I've got some condiment. What, you know, whatever, you, you, whatever you think you need to do, okay, great. And by the way, there's been stories. John's going to enjoy this listening. There's been some stories, Luke, where people have survived in a car Falling down into like a ravine where nobody knew they were there. There's one story of one lady where she literally survived on Taco Bell packets, the hot sauce packets. I believe it. There was enough nourishment in there to keep her going. She had enough of those in the car where, uh, you know, you're not going to live on that forever. But could you get by for a few days, a little bit of extra, you know, protein, sugar, some nutrients there? Yeah. I mean, am I going to want to live on that forever? Of course not. But point being... Think outside the box on these things that you can do. And to Luke's point earlier, nobody wants to buy a gun after a shooting. Nobody wants to buy a fire extinguisher after the fire's already happened. Okay? You don't want to buy a tire after you've already had a flat. You know, you want to get these things done on the front side. There's an old saying. It's a leadership lesson, but I think it really holds true to what we're talking about right here. There's an old saying that says you're either going to pay now and play later, or play now and pay later. It's always cheaper and easier to pay on the front side and play on the back side than it is to play on the front side and pay on the back side. A lot of this preparedness stuff that we're talking about fits into exactly what I just said. Do your work on the front side because then the backside becomes that much easier. We'll be right back. Myself and Luke Cashman. This is Ready Radio, KLZ 560. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. 
However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Their geothermal heating has proven to be a gardener's dream even in our cold Colorado winters. They can provide a custom consultation that includes an evaluation of your site and then provide recommendations and a custom plan for all your growing needs. Call Colorado Greenhouse Builders at 720-539-9806 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's ready-radio.com. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. 
At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadrick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we are back. Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Don't forget, website ready-radio.com. Myself, Luke Cashman, who I've had a good time with, so we'll do this more often, Luke. I'll steal you away and give Charlie a little extra time at times to to do this because I've had a good time today. So thank you for helping out and, and chiming in. Dave and Thornton, what's going on today? Nothing much. Hey, I just wanted to expand a little bit on what you guys are talking about. Um, part of what's going to make anybody successful is uh, getting into that right mindset. Yep. You talk to people who've been in survival situations, like you're talking about that one woman who was stuck yep. in a vehicle and survived on packs, whatever else. She didn't give up. She didn't give up. And you talk to anybody else, whether it's, you know, that kind of a, a scenario, a snowstorm or in combat, whatever, Yep. they didn't give up on themselves. Great point. So you've got to get to that point where, you know what, if, if, and it's all right to be afraid right now. The, the, the information and the thought of it can be overwhelming, but like your first guest, and I'm, I, I can't give you enough uh, credit for bringing on those guests and, ha- and more importantly, having this program, but getting together with like-minded people and talking through it. Because then once you, you start talking it out, you suddenly realize, no, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought. Mm-hmm. I can make it. Yep. I can survive. Yep. And the, the, what's going to get you there is having that plan. Because what's going to do is it's going to give you the confidence. Once you have that confidence, no matter what it is, whether it's riding a bike, driving a car, getting in a fist fight, whatever, once you've done it and you've got that confidence and you've got a yep. plan, well, now, 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 now everything else is, is gravy. It's easy from that point on. Great point. Great point. And it's funny you say that, Dave, because Luke and I were just talking through the break about the type of listeners even that we have that listen to our program and the fact that a lot of you guys are very wise, common sense oriented individuals. And I do believe that like begets like, Dave. And we've got really great people that, that listen on a regular basis, much like yourself. And everything you're saying, spot on. You got to keep your wits about you. And in some ways, you know, compartmentalize even the situation that you're in. Okay, how am I going to do X, Y, and Z? 
separately, not together, so that as I'm in this situation, I can get out of it. Yeah. And, you know, once once you've got that plan in place and you've decided, hey, you know what, I'm a little deficient in this, that, and the other. You're not supposed to be an expert in everything. Nobody can be. I mean, every now and then you're going to find somebody who's just naturally good at whatever. But, you know what? You learn a little bit of everything. You're going to go out and learn a little bit of woodcrafting. Very true. You know, how, to, how, to, how to survive out in the woods. You're going to learn how to, important, like we talked about before, tying knots, where you can take a rope, uh, some some twine, some vines that you found out in the wild, and wrap that into something that you can utilize. You know, so you train yourself to, you know, basic rudimentary carpentry, basic rudimentary mechanics, you know, just the basics, just something to get you past or get you out. Mm-hmm. The other thing that, that uh, you were talking about was having a plan about bugging out. Everybody says, well, I'll just bug mm-hmm. out. Well, that, that's fine and dandy, but bug out to where? Yeah. You better have that yeah. plan B. That's what, that's what, that's what uh, we were talking about even prior to the show. Uh, Luke was talking about that, Dave, same deal, because you hear that from a lot of people yeah. kind of in this world, and it's sort of like, to your point, okay, good idea. How's the execution going to work out for you on that one? Yeah, and, and what happens if... All right, now it's because it, they're, they're not going to give you a, a couple of days planning to say, hey, on the 15th, uh, the world's coming to an end, so you might want to think about getting out of town. No, it's just going to happen. And what happens if you uh, didn't keep a full tank of gas in your car and now you've only got a quarter tank of yeah. gas in your car? Yeah. How far are you going to get? Good point. That's are you going to be able point. to stop anywhere and get gas? Or did you plan ahead and have a couple five-gallon cans in your garage or out in your shed mm-hmm. to fill your car up in that, that contingency, come back, grab your supplies, fill up the, the car with gas, take those yep. gas cans with you, and then go yep. to where you're going? And yep. then the thing is that, that with that also, there's going to be several thousand other people doing the same. <laughs> Luke thing. and I, during one of the breaks, Dave, were talking about that, and even Luke on air was saying, yeah, you find yourself in the middle of downtown, you're trying to get out. Well, guess what? 80,000 other people are as well. Yeah, and that's why... It's, you're not a lone ranger, idea. Dave, is the point. No, exactly. If, if you've got a plan, if you've got a, 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 a calling tree, like we used to call it before, you know, if something happens, then you, yep. these are the four people you call, and that person then calls these other four people, and that person calls these other four people, and so now you've got a place, and, you know, you can't just run out to the middle of the mountains because guess what? Everybody else thinks they're going to go up to the mountains and Good survive point. off the land. That's a great you know, point. Yeah, the, the one thing, Dave, prairie, and, and I'm going to do my best you know, on this because I was telling Luke this even before the show today that I've, I've not found, and, and I need to do a better job of this, even do some research on my own. My sons and I have kind of started looking at this, but I need to figure out somebody that's an expert in the communication end of things so that if everything fails – how do you actually communicate? Because cell phones, even though they're hardened, you're not going to have networks and towers and so on. If there's an EMP or something, you're not going to use that to communicate. So then what's your next line? Is it you know, shortwave radio? If so, what type, what brand, what frequency? Those are things, Dave, that I am, you said earlier, I'm not strong in everything. That's my biggest weakness, I'll be honest. Yeah, and it, it's one of those things I was just going to bring up. I've seen some articles here recently that have been popping up in my feed about these long-range communication devices they look yep. like very small that's right um rocky talking that's right that can go a range of 10 15 20 miles without having to hit a repeater and no yeah no repeater now, needed that's exactly right yeah. and they're kind of an emergency use thing and yeah. dave that's what i'm talking about. i've got to get more up on that or even buy one and i guess do some testing so that i can recommend then what everybody else yeah. needs to do well that, that's exactly what i was thinking about doing this weekend was actually ordering one just to just to find you out, and i are on the same you know, page and, you know, uh, the, the thing is that once you get out to whatever location you're at, 
hopefully you've got a group of people. Because, again, you're not going to be able to survive on your own. You're just going to have to admit it. And that's why, you know, you, you talk to survivors of whatever kind of tragedy. You know, you got to have that mindset. You know, the thing mm-hmm. is, go ahead and be afraid right now. That's all right. There's nothing wrong with being afraid mm-hmm. or no, being scared. But don't let yourself become afraid. Yep. Because once you become afraid, yep. now you're paralyzed That's with right. fear, and that leads to indecision, and indecision is what's going to get you killed. That's right. It's I want to let you survive. Right. Go ahead, Luke. I was going to say I want to piggyback on that. We're talking about take inventory of your things, take inventory of take inventory of your mindset and your personality. If there's a bar yep. fight, are you the kind of person who's running out of the door? Are you the kind of person who's trying to deescalate? If there's a medical emergency in the airport. Are you the kind of person looking around for someone to help, or are you the person helping? Right. It's, it's easy to buy things. It's much more difficult to train yourself for the Good mindset, point, Luke. which exactly. is arguably exactly. the most important part of the equation. Great point, Luke. Yep. And, and that's where you'll, you'll never be afraid, is if you not only you, have you bought the supplies, but you've bothered to go out and learn how to use them. You know, like, like the, what Luke's talking about. A basic first aid class. Okay, you took it, but how long did you take it? When you were in the Boy Scouts? Yeah. Maybe it's something that you revisit every year just to keep yourself sharp. It's like in any kind of fighting skills or utilizing a firearm. If you don't use it every now and again, those those are diminishing skills. Yeah. And you need to keep those up every now and then. You don't have to spend thousands and hours and hours and hours. If you can, that, that'd be great. But, you know. There's a there's a there's a months, statement. You get out there and you, and you take care of things. But there's a know? statement, and this is, this is actually a true statement, Dave. They'll tell you that if you want to be an expert in anything, study it for an hour a day for a year, and you'll be an expert in that particular area, much to what you're talking about right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Right. But, you know, the thing is, again, I'd like to just give you uh, kudos and, uh, and the station for putting this on this kind of a program because it, it's, it's becoming a little more um, scary out there. Yep. Dave, uh, I appreciate it's, it's not it. As, it's not as uh, defined. And if you're going to sit around thinking that somebody, especially this government, is going to come and help you, you're sadly mistaken. You're exactly right. I had a text message along those same lines. Dave, I'll let you go with that, get things wrapped up here. We've got, uh, of course, end of the show coming. And if it's a replay, something else has come behind us on this particular Friday. We're going to have Rush to Reason, of course, coming up here in just a few minutes. And I'll, whoever's on the phone, send me a text message, and I'll plug that in e- into even – you know, next week's program, and we'll do this again. Luke, thank you so much for doing what you're doing today. I appreciate it very much. You did a great job, as always. And, guys, again, don't forget, text line 307-200-8222, ready-radio.com. Thanks. We'll be back again next week. Again, this is KLZ 560. The views and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.